Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I got to catch a glimpse of these warlocks. Let's make a move. She's going around the corner. It's time for Dirt and Sprague. True love is hard to find. Sometimes you think you have true love and then you catch the early flight home from San Diego and a couple of new people jump out of your bathroom blindfolded. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. We should date. What? Date? I said we should date sometime. You know, socially. Go ahead and kick it. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. <laughs> You're pretty sick, chaps. The Fan. Let's do this final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan, 99.5 AC2, the Odyssey app. Hope your weekends were great. Hope you won some money. I at least cashed a Chiefs bet. That was it. That was all I got this week. Wait, you only bet one thing? It was my only winning bet. Oh, I bet on the oh. 49ers. I bet on gotcha. the over of Kansas City, yeah. Cincinnati. I, I had a lot in play, uh, but Kansas City minus one and a half was the only thing I cashed. I, too, only hit one bet because I... I I, and I told you this, I think, on Friday. I was like, I'm, I have to just, out of support, bet a lot of Niners things this weekend. I had some futures tickets on the Niners, too, to win the NFC. I op- ah. I opted in. You ever do those DraftKings opt-in parlay things where oh, they yeah. give you parlay options? Yeah, I've only hit a couple of them. Dude, so I clicked opt-in on a, on a uh, prop, player props. It was Burrow, 200 passing yards. Chase fifty receiving yards and Kelsey fifty receiving yards, oh. and it was like plus a hundred because sure. it's you know those seem like easy. they try and tease those odds up, get you yeah. a little action. They know you're probably going to blow your money if you win it anyways. So I click opt in. It shows opt in. Mm-hmm. It takes me to the bet. I place my I place the amount of money I place on the bet, and it didn't show me plus a hundred odds. It had just like minus one forty odds or one fifty, and I had already clicked submit. And I won that. That was my only winning bet. And I went, oh, great. I won $10. I'm like, why did, what happened? It had a glitch. Where, what's going on here? You told you sold me a bill of goods. Oh, I'm just glad wow. I put mo- a lot of my winnings this year in my bank and kept some money in my account because the playoffs have killed my, my account. Yeah, somebody said the bo- my bonuses didn't work this weekend either on draft. Yeah, that so. was really, yeah, I opted in and it just, it, I won the bet. I yeah. was like, cool. That was the one bet I won. 
and it just didn't compute. Right. A couple of more thoughts here quickly on the uh, on the fan text line. Somebody lost a grand on the Bengals. Oh, no. We entered a bracket, and it was perfect until the Bengals. He was their Super Bowl champion. Oh, That's a fun idea to do brackets for the NFL playoffs. Yeah. Why don't we do more brackets? We should. Because we're boring, and we do brackets in March. That's dumb. College basketball sucks. Let's do NFL brackets. I want to bring that around. Yeah, the hard part with that is because the NFL reseeds. Well, after, sure, you got to get it right. Wild card. I so. like it. That makes it more challenging because yeah. you got to pick the right winner of the lower. If a lower seed's going to get yep. an upset, you got to get that number one versus the lower seed. Uh, somebody texted in. What about the roughing the passer? No calls on Burrow. Now that was uh, that one. I think Cincinnati fan has an argument on. He was it was a Jones that hit him. Somebody elbow or shouldered him down to the ground after he threw the ball. They no called it. Uh, the the same listener though tries to say if Mahomes threw the ball in the dirt. No, for it the was Clark. The I thought it was Clark who like two steps after he yeah that should have fired been, yeah. one gave him a it was Clark yeah shove right in the chest that plate. should have been roughing the passer. I I will go to my grave. That was intentional grounding. You can make an argument. Maybe they don't call it against Mahomes. We don't know that. That's not a fact because it's just an opinion. That was that was intentional grounding. He threw the ball in the ground. As he was about to get sacked with yeah. nobody within earshot of that football. It hit a lineman's foot, basically. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. like, stop. That was intentional grounding. Uh, somebody said, I work with a, a Chiefs fan. He's uh, already complaining about the ref crew for the Super Bowl <laughs> and that it was the league against the Chiefs before they even beat the Bengals. The Chiefs are the new Raiders. They are convinced the league really? doesn't want them to win, which I, I wish I could. straight AFC crowns <laughs> in like three Super Bowls in four years. You think the league is against you? I feel like the league wants you, man. I almost want that guy to call into the show, even though we don't take calls to say, you think the guy who's been the the face of the NFL for the last five years in Patrick Mahomes. You think the league is colluding against him winning? He's not Al Davis. He's oh, Patrick man. Mahomes. That's that's pretty funny. Are, are you where are you at? We got the two one seeds in the Super Bowl. Where are you at today on it? I'm fired up, man. I are think you? I think no matter what Super Bowl matchup you got, now again, granted the 49ers stay healthy at quarterback. I think no matter what matchup you got, it was going to be a great game because you can make a pretty strong argument these were the four best teams in football. Again, it's a bummer Purdy went down. I, I can't wait for the matchup because you've got a complete dominant team in Philadelphia and you have the best player in the NFL on the other side. And Mahomes is now going to have two weeks to get his ankle healthy. The legacy stuff is going to drive me nuts, but any chance I get to watch Patrick Mahomes play football, i got a smile on my face, man. That dude is incredible. Yeah, He blows me away every time I watch him. My my early lean, you said you were on Philly. Early, I'm, I'm, early I'm, lean is Philly for me. My yeah. early lean is Kansas City. Okay, I like that we're on opposites. It helps. Yeah, it does help. It, it makes it exciting. Maybe you'll switch. Maybe I'll switch. I don't know. I, there is an element to it's, going against Mahomes that makes me feel uneasy. That was my whole reason of betting them in the AFC title game. Sure. Like he's a home, at the time, was a home dog. I know the line flipped, but yeah. it's like, I can't. I don't feel comfortable betting against Burrow at Arrowhead. I, I just, or, or Mahomes at Arrowhead. Yeah, and and you know we talked about Hurts a little bit earlier too. And where are we at on Jalen Hurts as the franchise guy? And you know what kind of credit he gets? And their success with him at quarterback is clearly there. But I I thought he was pretty bad actually against the Niners. They just their defense got to play no quarterback. And Miles Sanders they found a a nice running rhythm uh, to the left side of the the defensive line and and front seven for the Niners there. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I'm thinking about Cincinnati putting pressure on Mahomes because his offensive line's good. I still think you can get pressure on him. Especially with Philly's front. And two weeks is great. He was more mobile than I thought he would be on just the one week. So I'd imagine in two more weeks, as they praised their trainer last night, they gave her a lot of credit. And Jesus, don't forget Jesus. Uh, well, yeah, you, you, come on, that goes without saying. I just, I'm, I'm, envis- I'm picturing Hassan Reddick. And I don't think that's going to end well for Patrick Mahomes escaping versus like, 
you know, Cincinnati's got some dudes, but Philadelphia's defense has largely been one of the best units in the sport on that side. And so I'm kind of playing the Tampa-Kansas City thing here. I don't think it's the same. Kansas City was down two or three guys in that Super Bowl. Yeah. You and I were highlighting that the whole way going into that game. Like, yo, like, why are we not <laughs> talking about that offensive line against a good Tampa defense? I'm kind of, that's where I'm at. I'm kind of leaning like, yo, bum Mahomes, or a, Mahomes on a bum leg, I should say. He's not a bum. <laughs> uh, but Mahomes on a bum leg against that pass rush that I, I thought was pretty good on Sunday. It's why I lean the way I lean. I'm going to go ahead and send a memo to uh, Andy Reid because I will be gambling on the Chiefs for this game. Uh, can we not block legit defensive ends with backup tight ends? There's a place to start. Let's yeah. make sure we get a tackle on a on a defensive end elite pass rusher. That's step number one for you. I, I think that the, to me the key, like I, I love the storylines that you're pointing out of that defense against Mahomes. It's going to be fun. That defense has been one of the best in the league all year outside of San Francisco, number two defense. Uh, they, are, they are very talented, and especially in the past, they're a little vulnerable to the run but against the pass they're elite so i'll be curious to see what kansas city's game plan is i also love the matchup on the other side though yeah because i thought spagnola had a good game plan against burrow they confused the hell out of him early they were showing him different looks that they didn't show him in the regular season cincinnati was running the ball on people with ease and they were doing it they did it in the regular season they did it against buffalo i know the snow helped with the backup offensive lineman but i felt like they largely took away cincinnati's run game and they got after burrow now it'll be a different challenge because philly's got the best offensive line in the nfl and Cincinnati was playing without three starters, but you also don't have Joe Burrow back there. Like, to the larger question in the next two weeks, Jalen Hurts is good. He ain't Joe Burrow. He's not a top-five quarterback in the NFL, in, in my humble opinion. And so that matchup of, is he going to be able to just light up that defense? And if not, do we get one of these low-scoring games kind of like we got in the AFC title game? The over-under number is 50. And my initial reaction is to hammer the under on that. The under has hit in every game since the divisional round. I, I I don't know why I bet the over. I'm an idiot. But the under is 6-0 and right now. It's 49 and a half, depending on look on DraftKings and see what it is. But it's like 49 or 50 is year over under. I guess I would just, I would ask everybody in the two weeks that we have building up to this game, and even <laughs> in the game itself, like, have more context. Don't have truly awful opinions that you send out there or think, like, it's one thing to think it's maybe rigged against you a little bit because some calls go against you. It's another to tweet this. Tough circumstances, but Kyle Shanahan botched another game. <laughs> he blew a critical challenge. He had Josh Johnson passing out of empty. He was throwing at the end of the half, and he wasn't going to Wildcats sooner. And, oh, by the way, no garbage reps for his wide receiver. Yeah, that would have won him the game. It wasn't their day, but his fingerprints were all over that. That was a real media member's opinion after that Philadelphia-San Francisco game. I agree. I think Kyle Shanahan should get fired. He didn't put Juwan Jennings in at quarterback early enough, and he was a high school quarterback, and I think you should fire him for that. It's just I, inexcusable. You yeah. can't get away with this. I mean, come on. Any coach in the NFL can take the last pick of the NFL draft and go to the NFC Championship game. Any coach in the league can do that. Are you kidding me? How is that a real take? That's a real take. 312 responses to 170 retweets. <laughs> I think that kind of tells you all. What do the kids call that? Ratio. That's called a ratio. You got ratio. Uh, yeah, we ranted. I ranted about that earlier. I, there's a lot of things that you can criticize Kyle Shanahan in his career for. Criticizing him for not being able to win an NFC Championship game. Well, you highlighted with a quarterback the, that can't throw the football is one of the dumbest opinions I've ever seen. You highlighted it during the break, man. And I'm afraid that you you might be right if the team I think is going to win wins. The legacy Mahomes thing is going to drive people maybe nuts because it's like he's still in the middle of his career. We don't know what the story is going to be. Burrow could win five of these 
Allen might finally get over the hump at some point. You just don't know. Yeah. We all think Philly might be here forever. I don't know about that. I mean, they're, they're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts at some point, and they're not going to be the same team anymore. Well, it's coming up. I can guarantee but, you that. Um, the thing about it is, yeah, and that's the other part, is they're doing it on a rookie deal, which is like the underrated storyline mm. for the Eagles. Is what Russell Wilson won with a great team around yeah. him. What happened to him when everybody right. had to leave? Dak Prescott, when, I know he didn't win a Super Bowl, but they were very good on a rookie contract, and they paid him. What but happened? You're, but you're so right. If Kansas City struggles with the pass rush of Philadelphia and we get – Maybe a slightly closer version of what Tampa, Kansas City was. Yeah, 24, 17, something. Yeah. You're so right on what the people are going to have narratives about Mahomes and greatness. He's a bomb. And, he's only got one. Why can't he win another one? Yeah, he's he's oh, we now he's he's one and two in these, and yeah, it's just going to be like, uh, can we not? He's clearly the best player, and he's amazing at that, and I can clearly tell this is a generational talent. Go into five straight AFC title games. When was the last time that happened? Andy Reid or New England. Yeah, New England go to five. I guess they probably. I think New England, Brady, yeah. Uh, yeah, for like every year for five, six years, they were in the yeah. AFC Championship game, if not hosting the damn thing. And not a normal thing. Here's the other thing: we won't get to this this week or today. I don't know. Andy Reid being in ten of those things, unbelievable conference championships. Yeah, and he only. Uh, it, it, some of this is like just unfortunate luck. Some of this is you get out coached, but he's only got one out of the ten so far. And maybe he'll get his second out of ten, but it's crazy to think you go to five conference championship games in your career with two different organizations. And now you're playing the old team. Hey, fun storyline for the next two weeks. It is yeah, Swag thinks it's gonna be the most tiring one. And he this might be is right, that, this is that week though that I I, I dread this week. I, I mean I love my job, but we're gonna have a lot of fun this week. I love this week. This is the weekend to get things done around the house. This is the <laughs> oh, weekend no, the to weekend, catch up on sure. shows and movies and the, the go whole, golf. The whole like talk. You want to talk? All we want to talk about this week is the Super Bowl. I can't wait for this game. There's a million different angles to it that I legitimately want to talk about. Not the Kelsey brothers. Like there's really fun matchups. Like I cannot wait. But you 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 can't shoot your load on a Monday of the week before Super Bowl week. You got to hold it. When Chris Jones sacked Joe Burrow, the final play on third down that caused Cincinnati to punt and give the ball back to the Chiefs, where they ultimately scored. They noted on the broadcast what they did in that play. They lined up Jones from middle to right. Who's playing right tackle for the Eagles right now, and what's he dealing with? Chris Jones against Lane Johnson on uh, a bad groin? Uh, see, those are the storylines I'm here for. That might, but that might be the game. That you know what I mean? The game. That, that stuff dictates the game. To your point earlier, you thought Chris Jones was the best player on the field. That might have been the game, his dominance in the backfield. So a lot of fun storylines. We're going to holster as many of them as we can. we got that two-week layoff now uh, as we all build up for a Kansas City and Philadelphia Super Bowl. Let's get to the Blazers. They were in action on a Saturday night. It's all a blur now because of the weekend. But boy, oh boy, it was another rough one. How we add on? Uh, how we feeling on Chauncey Billups? We got a poll question on that. We'll talk some Blazers next on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thank you for what Travis Kelsey was playing in the locker room after that big win for the Chiefs yesterday. The Big Bad Show. <laughs> uh, lost in the shuffle this weekend is uh, the Blazers suck again. So they, uh, oh, yeah, that happened. That happened. They, they had a two-game winning streak. Damian Lillard was playing great, and then the uh, Toronto Raptors came to town. Who did they beat in the two-game winning streak again? Uh, we don't need to talk about that. Oh, okay. We don't, we don't right. need to highlight that. Uh, Lillard, went for, yeah. Lillard went for 30. Uh, Jeremy Grant had 26, yeah. but they were outscored 37-14 to 14 in the first quarter. Yes, they got annihilated to start the game. Your number two player was a minus 15 and scored 14 points in 40 minutes. Uh, again, did not attempt a free throw. This is not not been good, and they ended up losing by 18 to a team that is actively trying to trade their entire roster. So well, maybe outside of Scotty Barnes, but uh, that's what happened on Saturday. And now the uh, Atlanta Hawks come to town. You put up a poll question last night. Hey, Rip City, how you feeling about Chance? You're in year two, and uh, let me pull up the answers here. Uh, so far, about 600 votes on this thing. Where you at on Chauncey? Uh, 48% he's not the dude. Mm-hmm. 31% give you. Eh. And 20% of you are still saying the jury is still out. Because the roster is not great. Well, which it yeah. is not. Yeah, but yeah. We, we threw the under guy, the other guy under the bus for that. Uh, yeah, well, we started blaming the other guy for the roster and the mistakes and the coming up short. And now we're doing the thing where we're either blaming this coach or we're just sitting back and watching the S show unfold. In their last 10 games, they are the fourth best offense in the NBA and they're the second worst defense. So like those, hey, their their defense is actually pretty good. That narrative's dead. <laughs> yeah. Um look, Richmond said this on his pod. I'll give him a lot of credit for this. The Blazers are a team. What it, I'm trying to I'm trying to paraphrase this because I'm forgetting exactly his quote, but it was really good. It was some of the effect of they're a team that's not good, but they make you think they're capable of being good. <laughs> And he's 100% right. I tweeted. I didn't tweet much during the weekend, um, given everything that happened in Memphis. I just didn't really want to be on social media much. It's yeah. usually a cesspool without um, violence. Yeah. But um, I, I, had been, I checked Twitter a couple times during the game to see what people were thinking. And somebody had tweeted me. And I'm, you see that start against Toronto. And I know this team enough to go, they're going to get hot. And they're going to do the thing where they cut it within you know, single digits, and now we believe, and the Moda Center's rocking, and here we go, and then they'll lose. It's the most, it's it's the easiest thing to predict with this team that that will happen. And I tweeted, I said, I said I'm not going to be surprised at all when they make a comeback and they cut it, the deficit down, if not get close to winning. And what they do? They cut it to four or five. They did, they did. And then they lost. They do this almost every game. Uh, they might win tonight. Trey Young also might not play, so there's a note. So they might beat the Trey Youngless Atlanta Hawks. They could also lose. They're not a good team. They are 13th in the West. They're they're closer to the lottery 
than they are being a real playoff team to me. I'm not playing this game anymore where we say they're X amount of games out of the five seed or X amount of games out of the six seed. They're not that team. They're more a bad team than they are a good team. And they will continue to be that dirt until they make a trade. I, I got not much to add there, buddy. I think you hit it on the head. I This is such a big sample size now on the season that you can't overlook it. You can't just say, oh, we're a couple of games away. Like, you have been a significantly below 500 team for nearly half of a season. The 10-4 and four thing is a lie. That's the outlier. It's, that's the lie to your season more than it is the reality of who you are. <laughs> that is the Western Conference Finals run of your Neil O'Shea era, right? <laughs> that is that. Does, I mean, sure, it happened. You were once 10-4, and four, but that's not the reality of the world right. that you're living in. Like, right. you put up the poll question on Chauncey and I I don't want to come across as like putting it all on him it's not all on him it never is all on an NBA coach I think there's only so much control an NBA coach has over what's going on on the floor which is why it was always dumb to put it all on Terry Stotts and it was always a shared blame yeah did Terry Stotts have his weaknesses yes did is it okay to make a move at head coach sure I have no problem with that I see I did I I had a problem with it because one Terry was beloved in a locker room. One of the he biggest was. things you need on an NBA team is you need your players to respect and get in line with your coach. Lillard loved him. He had that, right? He had the backing of the star dude. I'm not telling you Terry Stotts is winning with this team. I'm just saying I had a problem with it because zero people provided real answers for who they would pick. We're out here screaming about Becky Hammond as if she would have been in here winning a championship with this roster. Did she win one in the WNBA, though? Huh? Come she on. did, uh, uh. and I was happy for it. But the real option that you had in terms of coaching experience and maybe been able to tap into something you never had was Mike D'Antoni. And you said, thanks, but no thanks. I'm hiring my bud, my former client when I was an agent. Homie. Neil had that lined up the entire way, and he hired a non-coach as their head coach to replace their 10-year De- decade-long guy, and nothing is got nothing's changed. Yeah. Their defense is as bad as it was uh, Terry's final year, and their offense is, I think, on an average basis, slightly below what they were when Terry was here. So, like you traded one for like a different rendition of the same. <laughs> the biggest issue that I had with it was it needed to at the time have been a clearing of house. Like if you're going to fire the coach, you clear house and you bring in a new GM, you bring in a new head coach. What's the vision? Let's start anew. And they didn't do that. They threw him under the bus and it was dumb to do at the time. And it's still dumb now. Um, and so I'm not putting all of this on Chauncey, but I, you know, I saw somebody, I, I think it might even have been a response to the poll question. And I, I to me, it was like, yeah, it's kind of how I feel like with, a, with an elite head coach, would Portland be a, a top three team in the Western Conference this year? The answer is no. They don't have the roster to do it. They need to make a couple of trades. You don't have a, you don't have a legitimate big. He's too inconsistent. Your backup center is six foot nine. You got no bench scoring. Anthony Simons has disappeared for it feels like half the season now. Yeah, I don't know what's going like, on with him, man. There's been a bad year for him. Glaring issues on the roster, and that is the primary focus of your of your problem. But if you had a better coach, could you have a better record? And to me, the answer is yes. I think the Blazers now, and maybe I'm wrong on this, and maybe people disagree with me on this. I do think that Portland has a better roster than 23 and 26. Well, I think that's what I would say is, and that's the frustration. It's like you're not winning the championship, but you you should be better than this. Yes, this is this is really bad. That's exactly how I feel. You you shouldn't be this bad. This bad seems like there's there's real problems, and I you can also pick it up. The NBA is such a tea leaf league, right? Like where there's chatter and whispering and then something pops out that ends up kind of being true I you have to read tea leaves sometimes and I've been reading the Chauncey tea leaves and it's been a very interesting journey where it's been 
you know, guys need to play hard. We're not executing. We don't have experience. Well, we have experience, but we're still not executing. Well, we're not executing. I need to be better. I need to like, it's just been, it's gone from an evolving them, them, them. Now it's me, 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 me. And I'm glad there's finally some accountability happening for that guy. But he has gone most of the season with not taking much until just recently where he's like, I got to change this and I need to get guys more serious. Yeah, because I don't even know what their record is. I've lost track. It's like 11 and 30 or whatever the hell it is uh, since they started 10 and 4. I'm just making numbers up, but you get my point. They've been well below 500 since their hot start, and I don't think this team's great. I had this team at... I think the eight seed or the seven seed. I can't remember what I had them at preseason, but they shouldn't be this bad. Like this is inexcusably bad. That last uh, that that mightiest one listener, one of our P ones points out. We're really we're doing the two game win streak thing. That's how low things. Are. They are, but they're doing it themselves. They're like the Blazers are riding a two game win streak. Let's see if they get three. And like if they win tonight, like well they've won three of their last three four, four and three out of four. It's like stop, stop. Can we just be honest about it? They're not good. They're not well-coached, in my opinion. Their $100 million guy has not lived up to the expectations nope. uh, yeah. at all. Where is this Anthony stretch, Simons? I, I don't know. Where is he? What happened? I think he's struggling to adapt to the role. I'm not trying to out like make an excuse for the kid, but I think ultimately, last year in the few games that he played, what was he doing? Handling the ball, primary score, not really, you know bowing down anybody else out there if he did it was by choice right he's in the cj role and he's never played the cj role and unfortunately for them he's not playing it very well he's not aggressive how many free throws attempts did he have zero okay what was cj's big problem he didn't attempt free throws so he's not being aggressive when he needs to he's been very inconsistent i think with his with his shots and i think some of that comes within flow of offense stuff where he's used to doing X and Y, but he's being asked to be Z. And the other thing, I I just, and he's not good defensively. I'm sorry, there's not a metric you're going to read me that tells me he's good on defense. He's not. When Gary Payton has to, like, physically drag you into your spot, you're not a good defender. And so you're susceptible on defense. You're playing a role that you're not comfortable with, clearly. I think it's evident. We watch it. And you still haven't found your footing there. And it also hasn't helped that you've been a little more inconsistent with your jump shot this year than you were a year ago. Yeah. Uh, his numbers by month in the month of November averaged 25 points per game. In the month of December, he averaged 20 points per game. And now in the month of January, he's down to 19 points per game. Uh, the official numbers for the Blazers on the season, by the way, so they started 10-4 and four on the year. After that mighty two-game winning streak now in their last... The mighty two-game winning streak. <laughs> although it's now over because they obviously <laughs> lost on Saturday. In their last 35 games, the Portland Trail Blazers' record is 13-22. and 22. Yeah. 13 yeah, this and home 22. stretch where they played 10 of 11, this is the final game of this home stretch. They're 4-5 and five going into tonight. With a 27-point blown lead to the Lakers... Uh, blowout loss at the hand of... Uh, no, the Denver game was on the road. Uh, but you did have... The San Antonio win, who's one of the worst teams in the league, and you beat Utah, who has been sinking like a stone for the last couple of weeks. And I think Ant, like if and you were, one of the Mavericks wins was without Luca. Yeah, yeah, that should be. And also the the win, the first win that they had, the Mavericks were they had played a double overtime game the the two nights prior, yep. and then flew into Portland. Uh, should be no last ten. So Ant is shooting thirty four percent from three in his last ten games. Like statistically. You can't even really point to Ant and say, well, Ant's, he's not the prop. 21 points a game, four assists, 37% from three. But sometimes, this is like where stats 
misleads yeah. you a little bit. You can watch and see that it just isn't operating when effectively. other teams in their scouting report look to isolate you defensively, you're the weak link. Oh, and they they have they've had yeah. two of those guys. Yep. And and the other problem I have too is like it's the whole issue. We're doing the same thing again. Yeah. The other thing is like defense matters, man. It does matter. It's it's why I love Joel Embiid. It's why I love Giannis. It's how great was that performance from Embiid this weekend? Oh, against Jokic. <laughs> I mean, he just put him in the insane. blender and just yeah. carried the team on his back and went. I think got forty seven in that game. Giannis last night getting fifty. And I know you know it's against a team that's resting guys, but like. Still, to do that, it's why I like those players so much. You you care, you give a damn, and just on a night by night basis, they they're just they're not good at all. Their defense. Well, we'll see what happens tonight. The Atlanta Hawks are in town. Is Nate McMillan still the coach? Has he been turfed yet? Begrudgingly, still the coach. Still He's the coach? contemplated okay. whether he even wants to be there. There were reports <laughs> a couple like a month ago that he wanted to just outright leave, but okay, he stuck with it. I I haven't seen an update on Trey Young today. I hope he plays. I want to boo his bald ass. I don't like Trey Young. He's not bald. He, well, I mean, I think he wants some some hair restoration. It's not as thin as it once was, or he's okay. cutting it a different way. He's doing the That's come over. scraggly ass mop up there. <laughs> but like, what's what's his alternative? Should Go bold. Shave? I don't yeah. know if he's got a good head for it. You Maybe can, that's you just his gotta, problem. You just got to get us used to it. Yeah. I think if you see a guy bald for like right. a year, you're like, oh, he's just now he's bald. It's like seeing somebody that didn't have a beard with a beard. Yeah. Then if you shave it, you're like, whoa, what happened to you? Right. But you knew him before he had a beard. My brother-in-law has this. He's yeah. got a James Harden beard, but like I see photos of him when I met him and he didn't. And I'm like, it's still like I'm trips me out. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that was you. I forgot that's what you looked like. I hope his bald ass plays tonight. Blazers and uh, Hawks tonight. I want to get to a conspiracy theory for the ages that mm. is too good to pass up. Yes. And I think I found my hero. Let's segment. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back in, 836. I got a choose-your-own-adventure. Do you want to hear about my hero or a conspiracy theory for the ages? Um, 
You know, I like a good conspiracy theory. Okay. And I, w- I, I wish people would understand what a good conspiracy theory is nowadays. This is a sports conspiracy theory. Okay. Yeah, let's go there. Yeah. I'm assuming you both know what I'm talking about. Uh, but if you don't, and if you do not see, NBA Reddit has unloaded a conspiracy theory for the ages. Oh, is this related to LeBron putting on the most dramatic no. reaction to a non-call I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> it is not, but Patrick Beverly taking the camera to the official was hilarious. <laughs> that guy's a total douche, and I hate him, but that was a... that was a. They're suspending him for that, aren't they? I, I think know he's going to get fined. I think he'll find already. You probably have to. I don't know if he's getting suspended. That... That's going to be a new meme. Every time there's a missed call, you're you going to have the, the camera, and yeah. then on the second angle, you're going to have the screen grab of whatever right. the play was in the game. I think somebody already made one for the fourth down play, and it was like Shanahan holding a camera with the incomplete <laughs> pass not getting called. No, so this came from uh, NBA Reddit, and according to user AdMassive6666 uh-huh. on NBA Reddit, the Memphis Grizzlies scorekeeper is embellishing defensive stats for Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, this has already been debunked. It's already been debunked? Yeah. Okay, because there is a whole thread that I went through on Twitter of yeah. videos to prove it, of, of plays where they gave him a stat and nothing happens in the play. Kevin O'Connor, this this is a theory that's gone on for a couple weeks because Jaron Jackson Jr. might be the defensive player of the year. He might. Um, Kevin O'Connor caught on to this of the ringer, and he went and watched every single possession, and he noted just three blocks that were inadvertently given to Jaron Jackson Jr. Not enough to be suggesting there's a conspiracy here. Ooh, but three blocks extra given to him? I mean, he he's already the league leader, okay. and he's already having a is great that, That's year. all season? Yeah, or, the whole year. Okay. The whole season? He okay. counted only three. Because this there was a Twitter thread that went through an entire game where they played uh, New Orleans. Yeah, and they said that they counted too many for him. I mean, and, there was a play yeah. where Zion loses the ball on the drive to the basket. It just fumbles out of his hand. And it um, looks like he gets blocked. He was yeah. credited for giving Zion or giving uh, uh, Jackson a block. Yeah. There was a pass that went directly to Desmond Bain, but they credit Desmond Bain had the steal. They gave the steal to Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. There was a play where Kelly Onick loses the ball. Xavier Tillman picks it up, and mm. the Memphis scorekeeper gave a steal to Jaron Jackson Jr., who was standing nearby the play. Yeah. Brandon Clark had a block shot on Saban Lee on a layup. Jaron Jackson was rewarded the block on the play. There was a tip pass from Jaron Jackson, but he never gained full possession of the ball. It was saved back to Detroit. This is a different game. Scorekeeper gave the steal to Jaron Jackson Jr. So, anyways. okay, steals and, you know, Zion going up with the ball, getting loose, and Jackson kind of being there and hitting the ball. Like, okay, I, I guess I see the point. What, what kind of loser has time to dive into this, and why are we diving into this? Why is this a conspiracy? <laughs> it's a Reddit user. I think this is all people do on Reddit. But, like, what's tell me, like, what is the, why does the league, why is there a conspiracy for him to win? Oh, and there's no, no, there's a, the, the argument would be that there's a conspiracy at home games where the local scorekeeper stat is stat stuffing his numbers but what's the con- to make him look better so right. he can win the defensive player of the year. But, like, when you get a conspiracy, don't you need a reason that the conspiracy exists? What's the reason for it to make his... They're just out to make his stats look good. Yeah, Memphis won, a Memphis scorekeeper wants him to win Defensive Player of the Year. Get get a get a hobby, and this is not a get a hobby. <laughs> I love it. If man. you have a good conspiracy, I'll go with it. I'll have fun with it. If you have one where you're just clearly bored and you have nothing to do in your life, get a hobby. Look, I don't have. You're the... counting steals in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> this is Detroit. Detroit. 
I don't. I, I. I will never take the time or the effort to dive through it. All I see is the surface level stuff and the thread, and then you just run with and it. And there's like that. six plays that are in the tweet. And I'm like, every single one I'm watching the play because the guy on the Twitter thread puts a video to the highlight and saying, "Here is the stat that was credited, and here's who that what they gave to Jaron Jackson." You're like, he wasn't even in on that play, and he got a block. So the only thing that I thought of was this probably isn't happening. Maybe they goose his numbers a little bit. It's just a local thing. I'm sure a lot of scorekeepers do it. But that was my thought. Like, do other local scorekeepers do this? Does anybody pay attention? Like, do you just give, like, is Damian Lillard picking up an extra, I don't know, steal a night just to make his numbers look better at the end of the season? Sometimes I, I think does that a, they... Does a scorekeeper in baseball give a hit instead of an error to a certain player because he's in a batting title race? And well, That's, that's always that a iffy thing in itself, Was right? Was it a hit or a single? What's an error? What's a hit? Yeah. It kinda, yeah. I don't know. I went down that rabbit hole of how many local scorekeepers are doing something like this. Well, I'm sure it happens all the time. Well, it's funny. Every once in a while, like, at the hops, we'll hear about you know, if there's an error in the pitcher and that got credited, he got earned runs or unearned yeah. runs or something like that. Changes the numbers. There's some inquiries that come from the clubhouse <laughs> to the official score, and you're like, all right. Well, let me ask you this. So I'll, I'll use this because I just saw this on the timeline in the conspiracy department. You know it's dumb, but, like, we sometimes cite Pro Bowls when we talk about careers of players, right? <laughs> yes. Here's a good one for you. Let's say this player goes on to have a Hall of Fame career or borderline Hall of Fame, and we're going to we're going to cite Pro Bowls for you. The Lions, it was just announced, had Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Penny Sewell added to the Pro Bowl because Lane Johnson and AJ Brown are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, Penny Sewell was good. He wasn't originally a Pro, a Pro Bowl player, but because a team can't play yeah. their player in the game, Pro Bowler or the skills contest, whatever the hell it is now. Penny Sewell is now officially a Pro Bowl NFL player. That's right, baby. You see what I mean? But like, we're going to count that towards the old Counts. Hall of Fame career. Is he playing in the game? Well, they're uh, not doing a, are they doing a game? No, is it flag football? They're doing flag football. Uh, it's, it's a whole host of party games, and then there's a flag football game on Sunday. So well, I think stuff starts on – they're playing – It's on Thursday, I think. they start. Yeah, they start doing stuff what? on Thursday. They're yeah, playing golf. The they're thing. playing oh, – they're doing all sorts of nonsense. You ain't and getting then, my eyeballs for this again. And then no. Sun, no, I'm. I will be dialed a, into the NHL All-Star Weekend this weekend. That's well, – that's, I don't care about you that. You follow either. that up with something I, <laughs> I want I'm going to be watching golf less. at Pebble Beach, man. There's golf at yeah, Pebble Beach Yeah, you, you got the celebrities yucking it up at Pebble Beach. And, I'll be playing golf. There you go. And we got some college hoops, and that's pretty much what's going on this week. You weekend. just named everything I don't want to watch. Thank Sorry. You. No, good job. <laughs> hey, let's, that's kind of where we're at in the sports calendar. But I look, I don't know. I don't care if this has been debunked. You can't, you can't disprove this in my brain, okay? My brain tells me this is real, and I'm going to be outraged when Jaron Jackson steals this election and wins Defensive Player of the Year. Swag, when was the last time you watched something on t- TV that wasn't sports? Oh, that's a good question. Like, how do, you have weekends like coming up, and you're like, yeah. I'm diving into sports even more, and I'm like, you don't want to want to try I'm to watch the Mandalorian, for man. Well, I am too. I, uh, I mean, part of it is obviously I've you know I've still got Pilots games, so I'm gone when maybe there is a Blazer game or something that the one sporting event you guys would watch. But sure. Sunday's going to have nothing. Yeah, sun, uh, Sunday's going to have nothing. I, I watched know. your Zags on Saturday. They got a push. They're not the, his Zags. He's a pilot guy. The I mean, pilots, pilots uh, they, yeah, they, they had a stretch there where they could have made it really interesting. They, were, they flirted with it for a minute. Couldn't come up with some big buckets. To, it was like a six-point game with like eight spread? minutes to go. 15, they lost by 15. Ah, it's a push. We're doing the Audubon out of 15-point loss push, at home, maybe. huh? Hey, you push. Yep. Sounds very Oregon Statey. I did. Job, I watched a couple of weeks ago. Completely. I watched a movie. What'd you watch? 
Uh, it's called Where the Crawdads Sing. Okay. Oh, that's a good movie. Me and the wife saw it in theaters. Great movie. Great twist. Yep. Didn't see the end coming. No. Like you knew it was a possibility, but but I think by the time you got there, you were convinced something else happened. Okay. And nope. It's a popular book. I remember seeing the book at Costco. Sounds familiar. And then uh, I don't remember. Oh, there was a scary movie out and me and the wife were going to a movie and she bailed on the scary movie because she hadn't heard good things. And I said, oh, this movie looked kind of interesting. I like movies that don't always get the blockbuster release type you know, attention. Yep. I like Oscar type movies. And yeah. I was like, let's go see this. And we saw it and it was a good movie. Yep, that kept my interest the entire way through. All right. There you go. Progress. Baby. Oh, and uh, I was with my buddies uh, watching the games yesterday. Uh, the uh, the previews and the trailers for Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Look amazing, don't they? We're in. Yes. We need to go see it. It may end up being yes. just a total. <laughs> Cocaine <laughs> Bear, baby. But, but no. We got we're sucked in. I think kids are going to get eaten in that movie. Oh, I don't for know sure. what's going to happen. People usually, are getting ripped apart. Usually, they don't let the kids get eaten in but, a movie, but I think they're. I crossing think maybe the, line the best thing to come bear. out, other than uh, Kelsey dropping a jabroni line, yeah, the cocaine bear, the, the cocaine bear trailers. I'm hooked. Like, why don't you watch the Mandalorian Sunday? It's a perfect day to do it. You wake up, watch no, a couple episodes. I, uh, no. Just because of a trailer being shoved uh, down your throat? I was uh, never into... No, once once we got to the second and third iterations of not, Star Wars, I'm about, out. I'll no. tell you what. It's on the timeline of the OGs. It's not even the timeline of the new ones. No Jar Jar Binks. It's no Jar Jar Binks. It's... it's God, if you like the original Star Wars, it is right down that alley, man. Right down that alley. There's no goofy little, you know, children and characters... There's no Misa Cha Cha Beats. It starts from the get go, first episode. You're like, okay, this show's good. You just know it from the get go. Hmm. I think you're barking up the know. wrong tree, but might I appreciate the, the Star Wars. Guy. I might take in the Grammys Sunday night. Oh, okay. Oh, do you have any interest in who's going to win that? No, I, but they usually have interesting collaboration performances. That's true. You get some good shows out of people it. People that you wouldn't expect to perform together. And, and so the show, I, I mean, I don't care who wins or not, but. They usually they put on a good show when they redid the Grammys and quit having so many of the awards presented in that the show. You didn't and, know existed. Exactly. You're like, what? No, get get some performers out there and let's put on a show. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I want to get to uh, I found my new hero and I want to close up the show with that. The Blazers are back in action. We'll wrap it up next on the fam. We're flying up no ceiling when we about a spray basket blue ball segment for golf because it was a great weekend of golf. Max Homa won. Down at Torrey Pines. Great comeback. We had a guy wearing capri pants, and that always bothers me because I'm old. But uh, I like yelling at my TV. Oh, not a Sam pants. Ryder fan, huh? I wanted to root for Sam Ryder to get his first PGA Tour win, and then he rolled up in those pants. And I just really? can't. I can't do it, man. I can't Why? do it. Why? I just want to wear normal pants. Why? I have those pants. Why are we? It's okay. You're not on the PGA Tour. I, I wear them golfing. Well, you also wear shorts while you're golfing. It's very you're, true. You're not on the PGA well, Tour. Well, the PGA Tour is not allowed to wear shorts. No. PGA Tour is stupid. Phil Mickelson. The turncoat he is uh, did bring up a valid point. Like, why are shorts not allowed? But yeah, those are those are allowed. How does that? Because they're more pants than shorts. <laughs> okay, all right. They're showing at your a, ankles. Showing a lot of ankle. I treat my we're golfer like a, a 1947 beach. Oh, all right, God. you cover that skin up, honey. All right. Ah. I want a long swimsuit. 1947 beach. <laughs> are there black people out on your beach, or you just? I don't want to go there no. in the current times and climates. Uh, I'm not going to get a chance to get to my hero. I'm going to save that for tomorrow. 
I promise you it's worth it. I got a new villain in sports that's kind of Ooh. local for us that we can talk about tomorrow. Okay, I like that. That's a good dirty tease because we just got a couple of bits of news that came across the wire here to uh, close up the show. Also, uh, by the way, I totally forgot that Patrick Reed cheated again. and uh, He that cheated was... again? Again, yeah. yeah. In the live thing? His... Or no, in the no, Dubai. In the... And he was over in one. Dubai, the DP World Tour. Rory McIlroy, did you see how that ended? He had to hit a 20-something foot putt to avoid a playoff with Reed. Yeah, Rory won it, yeah. Good for Rory. His ball landed in a tree. He argued. Landed in a tree, and it clearly did not land in a tree, and he was granted free relief off of a tee shot. Do we have evidence that it didn't land in the tree? Yeah. Yeah. There's evidence. Wow. Again, he cheated. Again. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Huh? Can't wait to see if he follows a lawsuit on that one. Uh, no, the news that came across <laughs> the wire at the end, uh, the Chargers and Justin Herbert have found a new offensive coordinator, and their new offensive coordinator is Kellen Moore. I like the move. Uh, I think Kellen Moore's offense is good. I think it was somewhat controversial because his quarterback was inconsistent. Why is Dallas moving on? What's the deal there? I mean, if you notice, Dallas is doing everything but firing Mike McCarthy. And Which, Dan why Quinn. wouldn't you just rip the bandaid off and fire because Mike McCarthy? I, I told you, this is why Dan Quinn didn't leave. Dan Quinn knows they're going to fire Mike McCarthy next year, and Dan Quinn's going to be the coach of the Cowboys. Interesting. So, Kellen Moore is a new uh, offense coordinator for the Chargers, and uh, we have a destination for Sam Heward for any Husky fans out there listening. Oh, what big program is he going to? Uh, he is landing a Cal Poly. I thought you were going to stop at Cal. Cal Poly? What are they, the Mustangs, I think? The Cal Poly Mustangs? Yeah. Cal Some Poly? Big Sky action. He'll be coming, uh, I don't know. He will play at Hillsborough Stadium on Saturday, September 23rd. There you go. My high school basketball coach's son played football, and I I don't think he was even a three-star. He was a starting quarterback at Cal Poly. That's where Sam Heward is going that's, Cal Poly? That's where, my guess is he's going to, hey, I want a year where I can guarantee to play lower level. Let's build some confidence and then try the D1 or the, you know, what if FBS he route? Poorly. Well, then you got a, you got different issues. Uh, that will do it for us. There's a couple of bits of news coming across the wire at the end of the show. If you miss any of it, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com, at Dirt and Sprague, and at 1080thefan on Twitter. We will uh, follow you if you give us a follow. That's how we roll around here, baby. That will do it for us. Thanks for being a part of our Monday. We will be back tomorrow with, I'm sure, more on the divisional round. My hero, Sprague's got a new villain. The Blazers are playing tonight. It'll be a loaded Tuesday. Talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.